Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky on Wednesday of Game Week. Appreciate you guys checking out the podcast and being a part of it. Today uh, is the Tuesday live chat. So, uh, talked a lot about quarterbacks last night, as you can imagine. Uh, my tone is a little bit different from uh, before we heard from Sanders and Dart. Uh, than after. Uh, but still, a lot of quarterback conversation. Some other stuff came up in chat as well. A really long, uh, long stream last night. I had to cut it off. Now, there was a, a lot of people a lot of people in there. So if you were there, I appreciate you. But if you weren't, here's that conversation right now. It's I, I think it's a really good back and forth. Again, it's centered around Ole Miss and quarterbacks and what you, the fan, thinks about how things are going right now. A lot of hypotheticals get thrown out there. It's a good conversation, and I hope you guys enjoy it. But first, I want to remind you of a couple of things. Follow me on social media, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all there. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. Just search Rebel Report. And uh, if you like what you hear, leave a rating and a review. And this edition of the Rebel Report is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. If you're in the market for office technology and your business is located anywhere inside of this great state, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. ABSMS.com. Tell them I sent you. Get a complimentary office technology assessment. So all you have to do is tell them what you need and what your budget is. And they will find a solution for you on me. Office technology, copiers and printers, mail machines, cloud storage, whatever it is. If it's tech, if it's in the office, and your business is in Mississippi. ABSMS.com. This edition of the Rebel Report is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They've got online banking like everybody does, but it's a one-stop shop. All you need is an internet connection, and you can do everything that you need to do with your money. You don't need multiple apps to manage your money like I had to at my previous bank. Priority One Bank, uh, 16 locations in Mississippi. There's likely one in your backyard. A very friendly staff that will remember you every time you come in. Priority One Bank makes you their priority. Here it is from last night, the live chat. A lot, a lot, a lot of quarterback conversation as pertaining to Ole Miss. Here it is right now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you again on the next one. The theme of the day, at least I think around here, is uh, quarterbacks, as it usually is. It's mostly about quarterbacks. That's kind of the thing that everybody uh, talks about and wants to talk about, but especially today, after Lane Kiffin was playing it coy yesterday, thinks that... uh, uh, they he still wants to see more, and they're evaluating and all that stuff. And then today, you had both quarterbacks at Ole Miss, both quarterbacks at Ole Miss, uh, have media opportunities, one of which was stealth edited by the media relations team to remove a particular quote. It's getting weird, and that's okay because we get to talk about it. So uh, glad that you guys are with me again. My name is Michael Borky. Subscribe, follow, all that good stuff if you have not already. And uh, the theme of the night, the question is, uh, for you, the fan, because after the, uh, the the dueling quarterback press conferences today, Ole Miss shared a, a video of, of Dart. Like It was like 11 seconds of an answer of his during his media op. But both quarterbacks spoke today, and I got three text messages of uh, some variation of, this is getting annoying, or I'm sick of it. Uh, one of them used words to describe Lane Kiffin that I'm not going to repeat here. Not not bad. The person likes Lane Kiffin, but uh, called him a jerk. Uh, and so what do you guys think about it? That, that anecdotal tiny sample size means nothing. So I want to hear from you guys. Uh, after hearing Kiffin yesterday and hearing the quarterbacks today, what uh, do you actually what do you actually think about how it's being handled? And this isn't the only place where a coach is being coy. Possibly with the obvious. Don't forget, in fairness to, uh, to, to Lane Kiffin and in defense of him to uh, the few friends that texted me earlier about it, um, 
he never officially named Jackson Dart the quarterback like at any point last season. Like he never did. It never happened. Uh, I was reminded of that earlier today. Uh, and so th- this isn't atypical. This isn't new. It's actually very, uh, very Lane Kiffin is handling it like this. But do you, the fans, uh, are you okay with it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Somewhere in between? What do you think about it? That's kind of the purpose of this. It's less about me and more about you. So what do you guys think about how this is being handled? Let me know and we'll talk about that and whatever else you want to talk about for the next 35 minutes or so. First message, Koi play by Kiffin. Uh, You know, uh, I think that that is, I mean, look, uh, as I said on the podcast earlier and on the radio show today, that Yes, they know what they're going to do on Saturday. Of course they do. They know what their plan is. They know everything. They're not using practices this week to decide their plan for Mercer. That's not how this is going. It's, um, yeah, they are embellishing the truth. For what reason? I don't know. Um, As I've told you guys before, I, I think that which is so weird because what they said today, what what Jackson Dart said today and what Spencer Sanders said today was they have no idea what their role is going to be. Uh, I have reason to believe that um, that is not exactly true, at least for one of them. Uh, I I think that Dart um, is expecting to be the starter and not because he thinks he's played better in camp, but it's been relayed to him. Now, who knows at this point? I'm starting to question myself. I was talking to a friend in media earlier, and he sent me uh, a message that I can I can relate to. He said, man, if Sanders starts, I'm going to look like an idiot. And uh, me too. Hand up. If Spencer Sanders starts this game, I'm going to look so incredibly stupid. But every single thing, aside from the head coach's words, are that of Jackson Dart's the guy. I mean, his offensive line ha- have met with the media recently, and that's who they talk about. That That's who everybody has talked about as the guy. That's the way the team talks about it in all of the media viewing periods. Uh, it has been approached in that way. All of the reporting out of the scrimmages, is it's been that way. But the, the head coach himself just um, is, is saying otherwise, and that gives me pause because he is the one making the decision, even if I believe – that he is not exactly being honest with the process. It is a weird spot to be in, and we only have a few more days um, you know, before that gets put to bed, at least for now. If you were Dart, you'd just keep your head down and go out and ball. And yeah, in, in watching his, uh, his press conference today, he's clearly annoyed. I, I think that's obvious. Uh, when, when you listen to him answer the questions, I don't mean to put words into a young man's mouth, but and, and I'm certainly not a body language expert, but I think it's pretty apparent that he's annoyed uh, by all of this, that it's frustrating to him, that he feels like he he's earned it and wants to be acknowledged uh, as that. But at the end of the day, as long as he is taking that and channeling it for good, then you're in good shape. And, and as I said to you guys last year during the quarterback competition, if if this – causes somebody to fold, you don't want that person to be your quarterback anyway. So I think it's good, frankly, that it annoys him. I think it's good that he feels slighted as long as he channels that and goes out and proves what everybody thinks uh, already uh, to be the case. And and again, if he folds, then that mentality is not somebody you want being your quarterback in the SEC anyway, because you've got to go to Tuscaloosa, you got to go to Athens, you got to go to Auburn, and if you're folding – because the coach won't name you publicly, well, then you're going to fold in Tuscaloosa too. So as long as it's being channeled the right way, then him being frustrated, I don't view as a bad thing. In fact, I like it. I think um, it's okay that he's frustrated as long as he channels it. You're sure there are national media and probably SEC media who still believe Sanders is the starter? Less and less uh, recently, uh, I guess. I, I feel like basically everybody... Uh, would be surprised if anybody else besides uh, Jackson uh, runs out there first. Also, with the threat of a possible hurricane tropical storm looming next weekend, if it did get that bad, could it be feasible that they move the game to Friday night, postpone it, or cancel it? It will not be canceled. Um, I, no, I, I don't know. I mean, 
it depends on there's so many variables there's still many days out uh, the the hurricane models are all they're called spaghetti models for a reason cuz they kind of go all over the place uh it's too early to know uh, i mean the the factors like strength of the hurricane when it's hitting where it's hitting um it could impact the weekend for sure but there's no way of knowing right now but yeah i mean uh, it is feasible that they move it um or, or something like that but that's not something that appears to be on their minds at the moment wearing another hat i see yeah because i was getting crap about wearing the same one over and over no honestly i was um uh getting out all of my saints gear basically like i was rearranging my drawers i I just kind of like put all my shirts just kind of in my drawers and and i organized them where i've got like a, a section where all my saint stuff is pelicans stuff that i got like super talk shirts uh like nice shirts that like that are t-shirts but like they're nicer that like i wear when i go to the bar or something you know i i kind of sorted it all and so I, I dug up some old hats as well and so yeah i'm actually wearing a new hat tonight appreciate you noticing kind of surprised that we haven't heard much about costa everything's still on track with him yeah i think so it's just um you know kicking competitions aren't aren't as uh publicized in college as they are in the nfl i suppose because the saints using uh my hat that was pointed out as uh, as an example, the Saints had a longtime kicker and a kind of longtime punter, and they sent them both off for uh, for new guys. Drama there uh, in the kicking side of um, of Saints roster cut day. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, he was a high level kicker before he got suspended for PEDs. Uh, I have heard nothing to the contrary. Is Lane trying to sabotage Dart? No, uh, no, he's not trying. No, um, you can agree or disagree with the methodology. Um, you know, he he's kind of an agent of chaos, and you know he's got a track record of handling quarterbacks that tells you that he knows what he's doing. So, as I said on the podcast this morning, it, it feels kind of goofy questioning him from my position. Uh, because he has handled quarterbacks so well in the past. There is a chance, though, that if this continues for a while, uh, that it could fracture a locker room. That'd be the one thing I'm concerned about. After listening to all of the players' interviews for the last few weeks of camp, I say the last few weeks of camp, for the entirety of camp, it's very clear that they really like their quarterback. And if... If it becomes a clown show, then then you could fracture a locker room because, as you guys know, players gravitate towards their leader and their quarterback. And so if he is getting screwed with unnecessarily, then it could cause problems. I don't think it's there at all at the moment, uh, but it could get there. Yeah, that'd be the one thing that I would be concerned about is is losing other players. But no, he's not trying to sabotage Dart. This this is how he is, and he's got a track record to show that it works. But no, he's he's not trying to sabotage. This is how he feels that he can maximize uh, the quarterback room. Whether it's it, there, it could be a lot of options, right? Maybe he still wants to keep pushing Dart because he feels like Sanders's presence has pushed him well. Um, maybe he's trying to keep. Sanders engaged for as long as possible and try to keep him happy for as long as possible. Or maybe he's just, he thinks that this is just who he is and how he is. I, I don't know. Uh, but no, it's not intentional sabotage in any way. You've been hearing more negative things about Trig. You've got a feeling he's not going to figure it out. Um, you know, you, you don't want to write the book on somebody in, until the final chapter Um Wait, that analogy wouldn't have made any sense. You don't want to write the book on somebody yet, um, but yeah, it, it does kind of feel like it's trending uh, in a bad direction, and some guys either take too long or, or never quite figure it out, but that is why you continue to sign tight ends in recruiting, and that is why you bring in a guy like Prescorn in the transfer portal because um, he was unreliable and has been unreliable. That can change. Uh, of course it can, but to this point, it doesn't sound like 
um, they expect much contribution from him, which is a shame because he is talented. Uh, but talent doesn't get you anywhere if you don't, if you're not smart with it. Interested to hear about the future NOLA weather? You'll be down there next week. Yeah, let's see what the iPhone weather app says uh, about it. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing yet, anyway. But I mean, I'll, I'll be down there too. I'll be down there with you. Um, I'm really excited for uh, for the Saints game. That won't get messed with unless the hurricane is like bad. But luckily, that's in a dome. I wonder if they could last-minute move that game to the Dome. I assume that would be an option, right? Playing two football games on a turf field in a Dome is not, like, crazy. I mean, I assume that they would be able to pull that off. I wonder if that would be an option. That would be interesting. If if the weather's going to be bad, but not too, you know, Bad for playing outside, but not too bad to not play the game where if they had a few days heads up, they can move it to the Dome and honor everybody that has tickets to that game somehow and only allow that many people inside of the Dome and play it there. I wonder if that would be an option. I have no idea. I'm just thinking out loud. You're perfectly fine with Ole Miss having a quarterback controversy. Another one, Lane has a quote, why should I tell you what advantage would that give us kind of attitude about him, it seems. He does. Absolutely, he does. And it's it's not unique to him. I mean, you're seeing that trend around college football. Hell, Tom Allen at Indiana won't even reveal who won the, the starting kicker job. And I think that's that's absurd. Uh, in fact, it, it's another example for why I find NFL fandom to be so much more palatable is because you don't deal with crap like this. Um it's it's a requirement to be transparent, and, and frankly, I like transparency. I, I, um, you know, Lane doing this gives me content, and so I, I'm totally fine. I'm more than fine with it. I, I welcome uh, a little bit of uncertainty in, in whatever you want to call this, games or or whatever it may be. I welcome that because it makes my job easier. Uh, I mean – tomorrow we'll talk about it on the radio for a while and it's you know it it helps it it makes the week go by faster for sure um I don't know how you guys aren't annoyed by it frankly and and, you know maybe you some of you have like a trust lane mentality or or you just I don't know but I, I would want to know you know is it really tight like this who's who's my guy I would like to know that um, is it a big deal at the end of the day? No. Can it become a problem? Yes, it can. It, it's up to Lane and his $9 million to to balance this the right way and make sure that it doesn't bleed into uh, a locker room issue. Um, it's up to him. And so we'll see how this gets handled. It's Dart's job if Lane Kiffin makes a mistake by actually bringing the competition in. If Lane Kiffin made a mistake by actually bringing the competition in the first game. well. They're going to play. Um, Spencer Sanders is going to play. Walker Howard's going to play. They're all going to play. And if they look good, it's because it's Mercer. Um, as I told you guys before, making sweeping judgments about a player's performance in a positive way in the Mercer game is a stupid thing to do. I mean, you're not going to get that from me. We're going to talk about personnel. We're going to talk about injuries, if they are any. Knock on wood, there are not. Same thing applies to Mississippi State. There are going to be so many people that uh, are going to overreact to the first time seeing a Kevin Barbet offense. And look at how fluid and great everything was. And talk to me after week two. Then we'll talk about Kevin Barbet's offense at Mississippi State. That's when. Uh, if Jackson Dart plays great in the first game, there are going to be people that are like, wow, see, he took a huge step forward and he's really improved and he's just like Matt Corral and I'm not going to do that because it's Mercer. Every quarterback on Ole Miss's roster, including the walk-ons, should light Mercer up. Every single one of them. So when that happens, it's not a great thing. It's just the thing that was supposed to happen. If Dart looks great, if Sanders looks great, it's Mercer. And that's going to be my reaction. There are going to be people that are going to oversell both wins, both in Starkville and in Oxford. And it's not going to be me because it's southeastern Louisiana and it's Mercer. The players know who is the starter. We will know around 
1300 Saturday. Lane is just laughing about all the talking heads by not doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been reported and and, and speculated over. Uh, I I know um, that that it's not coming out of nowhere. That yes, the players do know, and, and so I'm. Again, it's weird hearing that and, and knowing where that's coming from, that it's it's solid information while also hearing the quarterbacks today saying they don't know what their role is. is It's confusing, if nothing else. Uh, it is, is it a little confusing. You don't think there's even a quarterback controversy. Lane is just saying stuff. If Sanders starts, I will be absolutely shocked. So will I, and I will look really, really stupid, and there are going to be people that are going to be like, oh, you see, you don't know anything. And I'll be like, yeah, no, I don't. You're right. I hope it bothers you. Uh, but no, I, I will look really stupid. If uh, And so will a lot of people. But in fairness, what they showed and what all the players said indicated one thing and one thing only. What will happen if Dart goes 8 for 14 with a touchdown and a stupid interception and then Sanders goes 9 of 12 with two touchdowns or both plays very good? Do they move it to Tulane? I, I don't think so. I, I mean, in that very specific scenario, um, I, I don't think that they're going to do here what they did with Altmeyer and Dart a year ago. I don't foresee that to be the case. If they both play well, it's Mercer. And so they will take Tulane more seriously because they're not Mercer. Uh, they can't screw around with Tulane. You can't balance quarterbacks and and do that kind of stuff with with Tulane. You've got to have somebody, and you've got to prepare uh, to win the game uh, against an opponent that can. You guys know my feelings about that game, but an opponent that can beat you. Mercer cannot beat you. They can't do it. I watched them play a little bit, and I know a lot about Southern Conference football. They can't beat you. Can't do it. So, no, I – there's not much, unless it's really poor, if Dart plays poorly, then yeah, that's a takeaway from the Mercer game. But if he plays well and Sanders plays well, there's no, there's really nothing that we can take away from that. After the press conference on Monday, Dart tweeted a yawning emoji, tired of not knowing or tired of the charade, who knows. Uh, deciphering college kids emoji game is is not something that I want to get into. My guess would be tired of of the charade that would be my guess but that is just a guess if something goes wrong with handling these quarterbacks i blame kiffin wholesale it will fall directly on his shoulders yes when you invite this and when you do this and it doesn't go well it's on you but if it goes well then you get all the credit that's kind of the nature of the job i guess but yes absolutely if if this doesn't go well he brought this on the program but if it does go well which history tells you that it will uh, because quarterbacks with Lane Kiffin go well. They just do. Um, then he will get all the credit and, and fairly in both sides. Saban has never been this coy with incumbent starters. Well, but there isn't an incumbent starter. That's the thing. There, there isn't one at Alabama. Bryce Young's gone. So, so it's all new there. But yeah, I, I think that um, not revealing a depth chart is, uh, in part anyway, uh, tampering and transfer portal related um, because you don't want somebody to show up third on a depth chart and then they start getting tampered with immediately when that depth chart comes out. I think that's part of it. Um, I also think that Alabama doesn't know what they're going to do at quarterback yet. Uh, nothing has really come out of, of camp there, but uh, the the little reporting that has been sounds like they're Kind of unsure. So we'll see on Saturday. Dart is on all the media we see from athletics, like why advertise a player so much who wouldn't play. Exactly. And, and that's, Edward, that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about where, where all the signs point to one place, the media, all of that. And even today. So, so th- this might not matter to you guys, but it's something that stands out to me is when the first time, well, I guess the second time really, uh, we get to hear from one of the two quarterbacks in the, the competition. And you have to edit out of the video 
of the interview, you have to edit out something that he said about the other guy in the competition. That's your guy? So in media viewing periods, it's been dark. All the stuff privately, it's been dark. All the Everything that the players say has been him. And then you finally get to hear from the other guy. And because of something he said, which wasn't that bad, really. I mean, it wasn't bad at all. It's not like he used bad words or he didn't say, well, Dart sucks. He did say something that can be interpreted as, I'm better than him. Um, but but they shadow edited the quote out of the video. And I don't like that stuff anyway. He said it. So publish what he said. Again, he didn't use foul language. He didn't cuss. He didn't call somebody's mama fat. He, he did say that, you know, I needed to get to know the guy that was the best before I got here. Ooh. And then said that they're cordial. I mean, it, it was it was different for sure. You, you don't usually hear that. And they shadow edited that out of the video. It, it didn't make the published interview, but the reporters there got to grab the quotes. So that's your guy? Maybe so, but I mean, if anyway. So, so yeah, you're right. You are right. He, everything, all the signs are pointing in, in one direction. Um, but I thought that was fascinating today that they felt the need to edit that out of one of the two quarterbacks in the competition's interview today, talking about the other. They cut that out. You think Kiffin officially names Dart in his next media op if it's before Mercer after this? Well, it's tomorrow, and it's the SEC teleconference, and I don't, uh, I, I don't expect him to tomorrow. But Neil McCready did say it right on the mood of the quarterbacks. You say one will start and be happy, one will sit and be mad, and he will be the con- and one will be the content backup. Absolutely, he, he's spot on. Uh, Walker Howard's going to be fine, um, and whoever's the starter will be fine. And whoever's not could create a problem. And there's possibly already that kind of attitude. Pro- anyway, you say we should have never brought in Sanders. We, of course, being Ole Miss. Um, no, here, here's the thing. Um, I understand why they did it. I, I do, because... For as much upside as I think Jackson Dart has, and it's a lot, I really like him. I thought he showed toughness and resilience in a year in which he was kind of, I don't mean to rehash it. I feel like I do every time. He joined the team in February and split reps in spring, summer, and fall. Like like the whole time was splitting reps. Won a job. And he was 19 years old. And the, the people that say that he was the starter at USC, no, he was not. He, he was not the starter at USC. He started a few games, but he wasn't the starter there. And it was a disaster, and the coach got fired, and then he got hurt and still played through it. He was thrust into a situation that I thought he handled well. But the thing is, if he didn't get any better, that's not good enough. So I, I like him, and I like his upside and his talent, and toughness, and the way he presents himself, I, I like. I, I, I like the potential that he has. But what the transfer portal allows you to do is not settle for mediocre. It allows you, like what happened, uh, I learned today that Missouri brought in a portal guy because Brady Cook's not, you know, he, he was... Okay, last year, but that's all he was. Jackson Dart, I thought, performed admirably considering the circumstances, but you're not winning nine games with last year's Jackson Dart. You're not winning with this schedule. You're not winning nine games with last year's Jackson Dart. And so if you can bring in somebody that you know has a really high floor, Spencer Sanders' floor, I think, is higher than Jackson Dart from last year's floor. But if you go kind of look into, I don't think he was as good at Oklahoma State as some people think he was. Now, he's very talented, very experienced, good athlete, good arm. Like, he's got a lot of things going for him. But he wasn't, like, superstar at Oklahoma State. He wasn't that special the way some people are making him out to be. He He was very good. 
he he is better than last year's Jackson Dart, at least I think. And, and so if you're Ole Miss, you know that Dart can be better. But what happens if he's not? Can you risk that when you can bring in somebody that can give you better than last year's Jackson Dart? Do you risk not doing that? I think that dynamic, because of the transfer portal, changes the way people are handling quarterback rooms. It's the most important position on the field. And if Dart did not improve at all from last year, the team was going to underachieve this year. He's he's like an insurance policy, a safety net. Um, What you have to navigate, though, is the possible issues that can come with that, bringing him in makes sense to me. It, it does. Um, and if Dart is not has not taken a step forward, if that was just the way he looked in practice, but when the games come, he's not any better, then they're going to underachieve. And so that's why you have somebody with that experience come in, especially when he didn't have that many options. That That's why you bring somebody like that in. You just have to handle it well. And it's it's going to be a sticky situation. And you've, you've got to handle it well. I remember that game when Ole Miss and Tulane played in 2021. Yeah, bad weather. Uh, rained like hell that day. I do uh, I do remember that. It's not a secret anymore. Dart is QB1. Folks, the press conference today between Dart and Sanders told me a lot. Dart is confident, ready to roll. So you want to move the MSU quarterback situation for move to the MSU quarterback situation for a minute. You say that the next quarterback they will start won't be on the roster. Is that saying they won't be able to play a young guy like Chris Parson? Uh, yeah, I think next year's starting quarterback is somewhere else. I, I think that that is what they have learned so far in camp. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I think that when Rogers leaves, that's yeah, they're they're going to go that route first. Looking at the forecast for next Saturday, it's supposed to be cloudy for the first half at least. No chance of rain. Yeah, it's a while from now, but that's something I guess. That's right. They had a a guy more talented than Rodgers and Sawyer Robertson, you say, but he wasn't going to see the field because Rodgers had the experience, and that's the nature of the beast. That's why you keep stockpiling quarterbacks because guys aren't waiting around three years anymore. It's not going to happen. See 2016 Mississippi State for an example of what I'm talking about with a potential fractured locker room because of a quarterback, quote, competition. That is entirely possible. It is something that they're going to have to uh, navigate. If he drives this for a couple of weeks and it does damage to the locker room, then that contradicts his whole chemistry is not a concern this year stuff all camp. Unfortunately, we're just going to have to wait and see. You know, We're, we're, we're going to have to wait and see. Are you right on this, or are all Triggs issues attitude and practice related? Uh, yes, I, I think that that is – I don't think he's gotten in – I could be wrong. I don't think it's like legal trouble. I, I do think it's it's attitude, effort, um, football-related things. Yeah. Pre-score might be – it might end up being the biggest transfer they brought in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Monty Montgomery is also very important as well considering how thin they are at linebacker. Both quarterbacks will play Saturday. People need to realize that you need to have a guy. You need to have a guy and a starter. This battle shouldn't go into week two against Tulane. I've told everyone this. If Dart takes the corral approach from year one to year two, there won't be a competition. This guy's the limit for Dart. Yeah, Jason, I, I heard the same thing. Heard the same thing. You'd love it in the Superdome. They used to play Tulane in the Superdome. Uh, apparently, Yulman's a, a nice little facility, though. And, and Uptown's a really cool area of, of the city as well. Um, so so you should have fun there. Uh, you know, it's not big. In the Superdome, th- those games where there's only 30,000 people in a 70,000-seat, 70, 74,000-seat stadium feels a little, you know, not awkward, maybe. I don't know. It'll be in NOLA next weekend. Wondering, could the game be moved to the Superdome? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm way behind on messages. So, yeah, I think uh, – I don't know if it's possible or not, but that is interesting. You'd enjoy those chairbacks in the Dome rather than some metal uh, benches when you're down there. 
Uh, it will be a more comfortable experience on Sunday as opposed to Saturday if you're doubling up. Not really seeing much of an advantage for hiding who the starter will be. Teams like Bama and LSU will know Dart is the guy. Is it really tricking really, really is it really tricking Willie Fritz and Tulane much either? Uh, no, I, I don't think it's it's about hiding from opponents. Uh, it's an internal reason, whether it be just Lane doesn't feel like telling anybody because he feels like he doesn't have to, whether he's trying to motivate um, them still, or maybe trying to keep Sanders around, or maybe all of the above. But no, I don't think it has anything to do with opponents uh, at all, frankly. A.J. Finley made the 53-man. Yeah, for the Chargers. Good for him. Seems like a really good dude. <laughs> From this vantage point, my mic makes you feel like you're playing GoldenEye on 64 and you have the laser. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I, I can't figure out what I want to do in here. Uh, I, the, the mixer stunk. My old mic stunk. This one's not very good either. Um one of these days I'll actually invest in like a good home setup, but for now this is what this is what we get. Do I think Lane is throwing us a loop on Zakari Franklin? Is he really hurt? Or do I think you see him in the next week or two? No, he's really hurt. He had a, a procedure a few weeks ago. So yes, he he's uh, yeah. Um no, I I don't think he's throwing anybody uh, for a loop. I, I think that he's still uh recovering. Maybe what Lane said yesterday about him was kind of a challenge, but yeah, no, he he did have a a medical procedure. I don't remember what it was. It was something in his knee, not like an ACL surgery or anything, obviously, because it was recent. But yes, he 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 was hurt. Did have uh, something done, so that is uh, that is legit. He could just say we'll have Jackson start against Mercer and not announce him as the full-time guy. But you know how everybody will take that, though, if he does that. If he says we'll have Jackson start against Mercer, the headlines are Jackson Dart named starting quarterback. So You bet at least both of them play in the first three games. Wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. All of them will play against Mercer? Yes. Yes, they will. I like this approach, Stan. I'll, I like it a lot. I'm cooking the same food and drinking just as much of the same beer this weekend, no matter who the quarterback is. a boy. a boy. Please have mercy on Mercer. Uh, they're a good program uh, at that level. Uh, they're ranked. Southern Conference is good football. I'm, I'm a bit of a homer there, but yeah, it's a good program. Just not, you know, not the same. For Dart, ask me after the Alabama game, even if Ole Miss loses, I want to see how he plays. Uh, that's the litmus test. I mean, you can see improvement on a handful of things in his game against Tulane and Georgia Tech. I mean, you can get some gauges. Those are more competent athletically than what you're going to see on Saturday. So there are some things you can take away from, from those games. Just I'm with you. We'll know what he's really made of after that trip to Tuscaloosa. It's another one, Lane, that I, that I haven't thought of. Kiffin might be – and Lane Robertson, Lane, anyway. Uh, he might be keeping the quarterback battle going for this long to show future quarterbacks that he goes after in the portal, also in recruiting, uh, that you are going to get every opportunity to start. That's a, it's a good thought. It's a really good thought. Just glanced at the NOLA weather service discussion, and they are far more worried about fire weather until – at least next Friday, then potential tropical storms. Well, you know, if the tropical storms just, if they're just like a depression, you know, just a bunch of rain, maybe they'll go put the fires out. That that would actually be a, a nice, uh, refreshing change there. Um, a, a tropical storm that does good for that area. You're more curious to see how he handles keeping all of them happy. Howard was 100% promised to get all of the second string reps, regardless of who the starter is. I, I expect that to continue, I think. But yeah, it's a, it's a balancing act now. He's going to juggle, and we'll see how good he is at it. Even a blowout like 2021 Bama showed me that Matt Corral is one of the best players in the country. His coach and team melt down around him, and he keeps a level head and plays well regardless. Matt Corral was so incredibly tough 
that that that's the the thing that stands out to me the most about his game was his toughness. Lane did say that they may do the Q the two QB thing again for a while this year, but I mean that was what we were led to believe before last season. And then remember all the talk about Plumlee having packages and he never got on the field as quarterback. Uh, You you know, history kind of tells us that he's a little bit full of it when it comes to this kind of stuff, because that's not how it's played out in years past, despite what the messaging has been. Sanders is getting to the end of his rope. If he doesn't play, then what's left for him? It's a good question. I mean, I guess you could technically redshirt and and take a sixth year and play somewhere else next year if you wanted to. Can't do the two quarterback thing recipe for bad things. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they will. Almost got Trevor Jackson. They're recruiting pretty dang good. Yeah, they're on a bit of a heater right now. They are on a heater. You wonder if they're going to flip. Jimothy Lewis from state, like some are saying, I have no idea if they are or are, are or are not. That is uh, that's for the recruiting people. I can't, uh, I can't keep up with it. Are you the only one excited about the Saints' upcoming season? Absolutely not. Don't really know what to think or what to expect, but you're excited. Excited about the wide receivers? Me too. Rashid Shahid being healthy again is uh, a very good thing. Him being a third with his speed and and hands is awesome. You know what you get with Olave and Thomas, but you're excited about guys like A.T. Perry and a few others. Dang, the Roby situation surprised me. Me too. Uh, but they kind of like what they have w- with the younger, cheaper guys. Yeah, I'm, man, I'm thrilled. I just I want to see them make the playoffs again. And and having those low expectations is actually kind of nice because um, that's all I want from them. And so every win is going to feel kind of euphoric. And it, you know if they just make the playoffs – for the first time in the post-Breeze era, that's going to be such a big step forward. So having low expectations for a team that can meet them is actually kind of nice. I'm excited just like you are. Did Herb Street really say that Alabama would win the SEC this year? He did, saying that they are more motivated than ever. Heard this on Chuck Oliver this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Alabama's got a chip on their shoulder after winning 11 games and starting the season ranked in the top 10 in the country because how dare. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a path to it though. I mean, th- they are as talented as they are and have ever been. Uh, but no, I don't think that that's going to happen myself. Lane probably advised the media to shadow ban that quote. Well, the media didn't do it. It, it was their, their uh, in-house people. Possible locker room cancer can be stomped out if he's just not playing. Guys won't listen to a new face who pouts and doesn't play. Agreed. Agreed. Elko hit another home run last night. He might make his way to the majors soon. Dart last year was better than Will Rogers. Careful who you say that around, but you're right. You don't want to sound like a homer, but that's just my opinion. At the end of last season, one was better than the other. Yes. And... Anybody disagreeing with that statement is being foolish. Rodgers did take a step back last year. Why? We'll find out. Is he capable of being much better than he was at the end of last year? Yes. That doesn't take away from the fact that at at the back half of last year, he was not good. It simply was not good enough in any way. And, you know, call me whatever you want, but it's true. It is absolutely true. You feel Howard is more than enough to back up Dart this year, and then there's still Simmons. Sanders is just ruining the vibe. Another one, Howard is a gem. We have to do everything we can to keep him in Oxford. The young man has it. I'm curious to see what he looks like in real game action, as opposed to the spring game where, you know, there were no defensive calls and it was just kind of a, a show that they put on. Dart is still very young as a junior quarterback. He is. How old is Sanders? At what, 22, 23? Dart does have a late birthday. 
Sanders was or Sanders was feast or famine in the Big Twelve. Kind of odd. He always got dominated by Lincoln Riley's bad OU defenses. Oh, he is a fifth year. Did he did he redshirt somewhere? You do they do have that COVID year, right? Or is he done? I don't know. The COVID stuff is so freaking confusing, man. He's 23. So he did redshirt as a true freshman. So do you get the COVID year still? I assume so. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. And all of his years at Oklahoma State, he never had a better year than Jackson had last year statistically. Had turnover issues, for sure. But he's very talented. Everybody seems like they're surprised about this. I've never understood Sanders to Ole Miss when Sanders puts his head in his pillow tonight. Do you think he regrets transferring here? One side of me is thinking he could have gone to a school like Southern Miss or a team in the ACC like Virginia. Couldn't have gotten in. Or Wake Forest also couldn't have gotten in since uh, Hartman transferred and started right away. Uh, academics were, an, were a hang-up in the decision. I feel comfortable saying that. If I'm I get, Again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It seems as though that is not... Um, a well-kept secret, though. Fun fact, Monty Montgomery was the Louisville player ejected for the bad targeting call on Matt Corral in 2021. He's had a few of those in his career. Isn't the new Tulane Stadium in Metairie? No, it's uh, it's just in Uptown. Uh, it's still in, in New Orleans proper, but just um, just in Uptown. Nothing worse than the Borky Lav mic at SEC Media Days. That was an embarrassment. I can't believe I published that. That was horrible. It's horrible. What was I thinking? They won't rush to Kari Franklin until he's ready. If they do, that brings a different question about the wide receiver core. Yeah, they won't. Audio already sounds good and even better. Mike could have some Borky ASMR. Yeah, I don't want that. I I don't know how people listen to that stuff. I, I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. My issue is I'm fidgety. Like, I click pens, and I tap on desks, and I, I talk with my hands, and I'm, I'm very fidgety. And so, since this is, this is sitting on a stand on desktop, and it's not hanging, you guys hear that more. And I got to stop, but it's a bad habit. Coolidge Ball passed away today. Yeah, a legend. Absolute legend, and apparently a wonderful, wonderful guy on top of, you know, being a trailblazer at the school. Sad day. When will I announce what curtain rod you're going with? Never. I'm not going with a curtain rod stand. It's going to stay like that. Wait. It's going to stay like that forever. Um, I, I'm never getting a curtain rod. I will eventually, I think. I just I don't know when. I just never think about it, you know, and, until it gets pointed out on here. What do I think of the Will Let's trade? Uh, I'm fine with it. Get some value. Um, uh, apparently, Groupie and him were basically equal. And so if you can get some value uh, in return for a kicker, then then you got to do it. Um, and, and Groupie's got incredible upside. Uh, tiny little guy, too, uh, and, and looks like a really high-quality kicker that they found. So have I seen an Ole Miss team with this much quality depth? I'll tell you when we, in, in week five, because on paper, I really like the depth on defense, but I don't know quite yet how high quality it actually is. But no, I mean, they've got depth in quarterback. They've got depth at wide receiver. They're good up front on the offensive line and not at wide uh, quarterback. Running back is what I meant to say. We don't know yet as much about wide receiver. Um, I like the tight end room, honestly, at this point, based on what uh, I'm hearing. We'll find out about defense, but you can make that case. You tried NFL fandom, it's bland and boring to you. You're crazy. Nah, to each their own. I, I, I like the, the level playing field of the end. I like the transparency of it. I like that it feels year-round. I love the access. I know more about the Saints than I do Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Um. And I like that it's a level playing field. All you need to do is be competent. And small market, Green Bay can win a Super Bowl. All you have to do is be competent. 
Everything else is equal. Funny thing, you, you told me that you'd like to be a coach in a high level of football, though for a guy who sparingly watches the NFL, I'd rather coach in that league than college football. Absolutely, you never have to flirt with a 16-year-old again. Spencer Sanders was about three yards short of winning a Big 12 title in 2021. He was, and what else happened in that game? Well, it's answered. Threw four picks in that Big 12 title with a great Oklahoma State defense. Yeah. There, there's a lot of, of that uh, give and take with, uh, w- with him. They make medicine for that, joking. Yeah. You don't mean to be that guy, but why did we never find out what happened with Luke Knox? You can't find anything on Google either. Just surprised how that was shoved under the rug. Um, because it was a, a, a private thing. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll keep it there. It, it was a, it was a private deal, not anything. For, when, when it's something like that, I, I don't see the value in releasing it publicly unless the family chooses to, to do that. It's, it's not. It's not like that. It's a very, very sad deal. Zappy got candidate out of New England. I don't know what the hell they're doing there with quarterbacks. Jam might be running back to the season, possibly. Late, late addition as well. Apparently has acclimated well. Three games this week you're thinking are good to bet on. Utah State, Iowa, under 45, like that one. Tennessee, minus 28 versus Virginia, like that one as well. TCU, minus 20 and a half versus Colorado. You can bet TCU feels slighted. No doubt they do. I really like that Tennessee pick. I think that they are going to kind of kick the shit out of Virginia. No one is talking about the Horn Frogs this weekend. All Dion, no doubt. Did I see the video of Gruden calling plays with the name as long as the Bible? That is every that that is that is an NFL play call. That is a very typical NFL play call. You never comment on anything else unless but this channel. I appreciate that. I uh, I appreciate that. Um, Eric Gilbert messed up again. Yeah, some guys just will never figure it out. It is uh, it is a shame. Yeah, the Angels do suck. It's it's baseball fandom has got to be so hard because over half the league doesn't even try to make you think that they try. Man, what a terrible existence that is. But um, anyway, I went way long, and that's okay. I appreciate it. Uh, had fun, but I got to run. I got to run. I appreciate you guys. Uh, please like the video. All that good stuff. Good talk. Good conversation. No stream on Thursday. I'll be in Oxford for a show. Um, I'll post something, though. And then we'll be back Sunday with uh, a weekend recap. So I'll uh, I'll see you guys then. And uh, y'all, have, uh, y'all have a good rest of your week. Enjoy your football. You will get postings from me on here, just not live until Sunday. See you guys then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.